Hey, it's Chica, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. No matter where you are or where you're going, thanks for letting me share a little bit of weirdness with you. Time. Who's hungry? Chica in the morning on K94.5. So maybe your New Year's resolutions was to widen your horizons sandwich-wise? Maybe refresh the seating options in your living room? Okay, Jimmy John's has a promotion just for you. So they updated their rewards program, and if you sign up and you eat all 25 sandwiches on their menu, you could earn a brand-new beanbag chair. It's it's one of those um, fancy... Classy ones, okay? It looks like a giant beanbag of their potato chips. It, it, the value's at $250, okay? But it looks like one big old giant bag of their potato chips. Uh, if you're interested, you gotta eat all 25 sandwiches by March 15th. They only have 100 of these beanbag chairs. So, you might have to eat them faster than that because it sounds like it's a first-come, first-serve type situation. But I don't think they're going to draw or pick anybody until then. So I'm just saying the Hunters Club, I can't seem to shift away from that one. But if you're willing, if you're willing to experiment and do something different and do something new, I mean, I'm just saying a giant beanbag. It looked great, right? Split splat in the middle. My dog Olive would love it. Maybe, maybe I should look into this challenge. K-94-5, good morning, it's Chica, and a bunch of fifth graders in Minneapolis started this fundraiser to make their playground inclusive so kids with disabilities could use it too, but they needed to raise $300,000, which obviously is a lot of money. They've already hit that goal after an anonymous donor donated $200,000, so they're like, all right, let's raise even more. And let's upgrade other playgrounds at nearby schools so kids everywhere can feel included. Kids everywhere can join in and play. I love this. I love this because it took a couple kids seeing, all right, wait, wait, wait. Something isn't right here. Something isn't right here. We got to be the change. And this is what I love on a day like today. This is the kind of, this is the kind of news that I love to see. K94.5, hello there, it's Chica, and if you're having a good day already, you're totally out of touch. Today is Blue Monday, the most depressing day of the year. It's always the third Monday in January. It's been a thing ever since this travel company in the UK came up with it uh, for an ad campaign in 2005. So it's based on a weird formula that's supposed to calculate how sad or depressing any given day might be. Uh, The factors are things like bad weather, post-December stress, holiday debt, New Year's resolutions. We've already failed that fact that it's just a Monday in general. Uh, Most experts have rejected the formula as not very scientific. And since weather factors in, it only works in the Northern Hemisphere. The researcher who came up with it claims the happiest day of the year is usually in mid to late June. If you look at actual mental health stats, there's no proof today is any more depressing than an average day in January. But some of us do tend to have less pep in our step this time of year. I'm not going to lie. Spent the weekend in Seattle. Um, Neighbor Kennedy and I went to go visit. uh, You know, my family's up there and his best friends live up there. So 
we decided to, to do a quick little weekend trip. And it was raining for two of the, uh, yeah, for, for two of the three days we were there. And I looked at it and I was like, I don't think I could live here. This feels super depressing. Like, I, and then there was one day where we finally had just like, you know, a little bit of sunshine. And, and then I was like, all right, you know what? I could survive. I could, I could live with this. But the one thing that I will say that experts have always said, if you do feel like, oh, man, if you do feel like you're just not with it, if you're like, yes, it is Blue Monday, you could already feel it. Do you know what the best thing to do? And this is experts have always said this. Start planning your next getaway. Start making a to-do list, right? So when you're already planning something or you're already building towards something else, maybe it's another little getaway or maybe it's like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and start knocking down all these things off my to-do list. Your brain isn't going to hyper-focus on the fact that you're sad today. Your brain isn't going to hyper-focus on the, on the fact that today just oh, totally and utterly is just a no good, very bad day. So if you're already kind of feeling that mindset, if you're already kind of there, and I get it, sometimes you just can't, you can't shake out of it. Dude, I, I feel that so much. I feel you on that. If you can't shake out of it, I'm here with you. I feel you. Um, but start planning. A little weekend getaway. What are you going to get into? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Um, who's going to go with you? little weekend getaway, maybe a day trip. I've been trying to get neighbor Kennedy to just sneak away with me to Dallas for a day. And we just eat at like 50,000 different places. So I'm just saying, um, time to start planning. Shreveport folks. K94.5. Here are three things you need to know before you go. One. Mary Osmond won't be giving her seven kids an inheritance. She says she believes it breeds laziness and entitlement. She wants her kids to find passion and work. So wait, am I the only one that's trying to figure out what she's going to do with all that money? Like what happens to all the money when she dies? Is she on a mission to just blow through it all and spend it all? I have way too many questions about what she plans to do. Two. Jane Fonda still does her workout videos from the 80s every day. Gotta check out this quote. I'm 85 now, and I can't do the full workout per se, but I do the same moves, only slower and with less weight. I mean, homegirl's still kicking at 85, so just saying. Three. Kanye West reportedly married a woman who has worked for Yeezy for years, but it's not clear if it's legal. Sources say Kim Kardashian has never liked her. Quote, Kim hates her. She's pretty, and Kim hates pretty girls. But seriously, though, like, am I the only one that's over here like, dude, how are you going to jump into another marriage when this whole thing has just been pure chaos? Your whole relate, like, ugh. Who is dumb enough to jump into a marriage with Kanye West after you have seen him spiraling? Who is that dumb? Apparently, we... We know that now, but just just saying. Now you know. Now you know. Find out more in the free K945 app. Wanna say hi? Good morning. I'm Chica. So you know FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. 
So there's a new affliction affecting our decision making. It's called Fosse or the fear of saying yes. Um, No, this has nothing to do with being proposed to on the Jumbotron. But according to a new survey, more than half of adults have dealt with Fosse when they've decided against doing something that they actually want to do. 37% of people said that they've been afraid to say yes to things due to financial concerns. Another 37% are afraid due to a lack of confidence. uh, Listen, this to me kind of sounds like the opposite of FOMO, right? But it actually isn't. The opposite of FOMO is being in control of your own happiness and decisions and not constantly worried that you're missing out on something better, right? Fosse is actually similar to FOMO because some of the people who say they were afraid to say yes believe that they missed out on making new friends, avoided asking somebody out on a date, and were held back from trying a new hobby. I don't know. To me, it sounds like a lot of regret over missing out. But my question is, are we just in constant fear of everything, right? Like, are, are we there? I, I have a girlfriend that basically said, hey, listen. And, and she was just got honest truth with us. She said, I hate knowing that you guys are hanging out because I have to, like, bunker down and focus. She's got, like, three big projects at work. She said, so Monday through Friday, I can't hang out with you guys. I can't go out for a drink. I can't go watch football. I can't do any of that stuff. Don't put me in the group text. Just don't talk about it in front of me. Don't tell me. Don't post pictures. Don't put it on Snap. I don't want to see it. If, if Out of sight, out of mind. I was like, all right, okay. You know, I, I, I feel that. So she's basically taking herself out of the situation because FOMO is so real for her. But the fear of saying yes... Now, there are those people, though, this goes on the other side, too, right? There are those people that say yes, and you're like, okay, cool, so we're, we're set. We're going to hang out Friday. I'm going to finish everything I can as quickly as I can, and then at 7 o'clock, we're going to meet. I'll see you at 2 John's at the bar. We're going to go grab drinks and catch up. 6.45, hey, don't hate me, but... So now my plans are killed, because... You wanted to say yes. You didn't have a fear of saying yes. You said yes, you committed. And so now my plans are ruined. Right? So I I don't know. I think that I think that there's always that goodness of people going, at least saying, hey, we'll see. So I could make other tentative plans, or I could kind of just um know that you're probably gonna bail and kind of just have a plan B. Uh, to hang out with my dog and catch up on Ginny in Georgia. Anyway, I just love finding out about these new terms, right? Fossey. Fear of saying yes. I don't know. I- I'd rather somebody be like, meh, I don't know, we'll see. Instead of committing, telling me, hyping me up, and then just bailing on me. So, I- yeah, I'm just saying, I- just tell me we'll see instead of yes. Hitting the jam. K94.5. Hello. Good morning. I'm Chica. Welcome to Red Flag Season. And you know what? I am actually, I'd like to tell you, I am not immune from this, unfortunately. Even though I'm sitting here telling you about it, uh, I got caught up in in the whole red flagness. Um, 
recently, this guy that I thought, oh, hey, like, there could possibly be something there. Um, there was definitely not something there. I, I'm no mathematician, right? I'm not the best at math, but I, um, I called my sister Eileen, who's up in Seattle, and she is like the, the queen. Well, she, her and her partner, they're like therapists, and they're just the queens of relationship, really. And I said, hey, what do you think this means? And she goes, he's bored. He's only talking to you because he's bored. Look, it's clear. Uh, and chances are he probably has a situationship and or girlfriend. I'm thinking the girlfriend lives out of town. My sister was right. Dead on. And I'm sitting there going, uh, okay. So, of course, I thought, why not look at relationship red flags according to Shreveport Bozier? Some of these are completely out of pocket and some of these are pretty dead on. Like, um... Telling you they're not ready for a label after four months. What are you doing with your life after four months? Now, if you've been dead on from the get-go, like, hey, there are not going to be any labels. Like, we're both adults. We're just here to do the dishes, and that's all we want to do. Then that's fine. But if you guys are talking about possibly dating, and after four months they don't want a label, then uh uh-uh. Um, when he would get angry over every small thing and gradually get violent. Baby girl! The anger should have been the red flag part one. There should have never been a part two. Um, ooh, (laughs) not the Dr. Pepper. Look at this one. He would drink my Dr. Pepper that I would bring home from work every day. Even after, after I asked him not to, he would do it. It was death foreshadowing the insane selfishness he had even towards our children. I'm just saying, first it's Dr. Pepper. Then who knows what else. Being on his phone all the time when he never used to be. Coming to bed after me when we used to go together. Many, many more. Ooh. When all his failed marriages were the other person's fault. Relationship red flags, according to Shreveport Bozier. Telling you recently, found a doozy. In fact, something just recently happened to to a buddy of mine as well, um, where he was like, he hit me up because he thought I might have some insight. And I'm telling you, with, with his situation, it was clear as day. I'll share it with you. But I, first, I, I want to know, what are your relationship red flags that you've seen pop up right here in Shreveport, Bossier? I'm talking locally. <laughs> Locally born and raised right here in Shreveport, Bossier. Hit me up now inside your free K945 app or 320-9436. Tap our app. K945, good morning. It's Chica. Thank you for allowing us to wake up with you and today trying to keep it um try to keep it real, I guess. Relationship red flags, according to Shreveport Bozier, like how specific can we get, right? How specific can we get without getting too specific? Got a message from somebody that wants to remain anonymous. She said, if their law enforcement steer clear, specifically Shreveport police. Ouch. First off, I love me some law enforcement. Not like that. 
but obviously you've been hurt. Okay. Um, what are some red flags that you've seen in Shreveport Bossier? Um, somebody said, I was going to be her sixth husband. Bro, good on you for getting out. Good on you. Um, ooh, let's, oh, this one's a good one. If you guys have been hanging out and you finally lay out what you're feeling and he tells you that he doesn't want a relationship right now, but wants to keep things the way they are. Sorry, sis. No time to be an option. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Like, I, I'm with you on this one. Um, If he gets mad when you confront him about something and tries to gaslight you. Why are people still gaslighting? Why are, anyway. Uh, if he still lives with his ex-wife, no, they aren't getting a divorce. You're the side chick, honey. Dude, that is so true. That is so true. Somebody's living with their ex. They're not the ex. The ex doesn't know they're the ex yet. That's one of the best pieces of advice I ever heard. Was if somebody tells you that they're living with their ex... Or, you know, situation is still weird with their ex. Chances are their ex doesn't know they're the ex yet. And I live by that. You know, just recently, I had a buddy. And this is a huge red flag I think we got to share, right? He said, you know, she she's kind of acting weird. I have offered to, like, hang out with her and her friends. Because I've always been told, like, girls want to see you around their friends. And he said, so I've been open about like, yeah, I'm, I'm down to hang out with them. He said that he finally got to like meet some of her girlfriends. And one of the, uh, the girlfriends guys showed up and he said, well, who are you friends with? And he said, oh, I'm, I'm buddies with, you know, so-and-so. And he looked him up in there and said, really? She's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my buddy. He was like, all right, whatever. He said it felt totally off. He said the next day he woke up and that um, this girl had unadded him, blocked him on Instagram, um, blocked him on Snapchat, had not heard from him. And um, he heard through the grapevine that this girl was dating, you know, uh, apparently some guy in town that, you know, a mutual friend of his. He's like, dude, why didn't she just tell me, hey, like I'm actively dating a couple guys and. You're on the roster. He said, I would have liked to have known that I was on the roster. And I, he said, I could have tried harder. And I thought, bro, like, no, like, listen, she was dating this guy for a hot minute. She got bored. He didn't like the fact that, you know, homegirl got bored. I mean, who wants to hear, hey, she got bored. I'm so sorry. She hung out with you because she got bored, right? Nobody wants to hear that. But... What red flags have you seen in Shreveport, Bossier? Like, where are we seeing the biggest red flags? If you can get specific with it. And don't be calling out my law enforcement boys, okay? Keep them out of it. Can't, can't call them all out because you got a couple dudes that, that are unfaithful, okay? Um, so, want to hear from you. Red flags in Shreveport, Bossier. Hit me up now inside your free K945 app. Shreveport Bossier's number. K945, good morning. It's Chica. And, okay, sincere question on this one. Is this a legitimate way to go through life or does it just show how privileged you are? That's, that's what people are questioning. 
It's a new term called lucky girl syndrome. It's been trending. It's when you assume everything is going to work out in your favor. People claim it somehow causes good things to come your way. So some influencer did a TikTok video on it last month. Then another one by two girls eating noodles in a car went even more viral. So the general idea is that good things will happen if you tell yourself everything will always work out for you. And that in some mystical way, the deck is stacked in your favor. But the key is you have to really start believing it's true. Somebody did point out it's just a rehashing of something called the law of assumption that a guy came up with in the 1960s. If you assume something is true, it eventually manifests itself and becomes reality. It's also similar to the law of attraction made famous by The Secret in 2006. Some people aren't fans, though. They say it's just delusional and a form of toxic positivity. Here's the thing, though. I'm not... And this is something that I think I... Uh, I struggle with. I struggle with... Um, I, I want to look at the positives, right? I don't want to hyper-focus on negatives. I don't want to... I don't want to look at something and let it just kill my day or let it ruin my day. If I could look at it from a different point of view or if I could find the goodness in something, if I could look at something and go, okay, so that was a lesson right there. Man, there was this guy that I dated that wrecked my world. Totally wrecked it. And somebody said, well, I mean, really, it can't get worse than that. And I just remember being like, you know, I did learn a lot. I learned about every possible horrible situation you could have when it comes to dating like so I learned what not to you know and somebody said are you really going to hyper focus on on the good and I said dude that's all I can do right so I do like to focus on the positive and I do like to look up right I do I don't want to keep looking down I don't want to always look down at my feet I'm a dreamer somebody pointed this out perfectly and they said um the reason why you and neighbor Kennedy have become best friends is because you're such a dreamer and he's always quick to bring your feet down to the ground because he's such a realist, right? And he's like, how you figure? Make that make sense to me. And uh, I, I mean, and, and so I'm not saying that I'm over here going, oh my God, now, do I believe in pretty privilege? Absolutely. Do I have that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with living your life happy-go-lucky. Ignorance is bliss. The less I know about something, oh my gosh, the less I know about something, the better. Like, I have become so okay with not knowing enough about something, just knowing enough to get by. I know that's horrible, but I have become that person. If I know just enough about something to get by, and, and I... I'm not hurting anybody. And 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 not saying like the bare minimum, but I'm talking about like personal situations. I normally love cheese aka gossip. But if it's like really bad stuff, like somebody's cheating on somebody or whatever, and I don't need to know it, I'm okay with not knowing it. I've gotten to that point. I'm just saying, lucky girl syndrome. Happy go luckiness. If it's not hurting anybody, why not just keep going with it? 
No subscription. All right, K94.5. Good morning. I'm Chica. And it's crazy that companies can catch stuff like this now. But also, don't be trying this trick on a bunch of accountants. This woman named Carly Bessie used to work at an accounting firm on Vancouver Island in Canada. She recently sued them for wrongful termination. She claimed they still owed her $5,000 in unpaid wages, but the company countersued and claimed she actually owed them money. They said she was fired for time theft while working from home or basically not working at all. Um, She said she was working all these hours. They said, "Uh uh-uh, and they had proof. Thanks to a program called Time Camp that was on her work laptop. It's a tracking software that can tell if you're working or not. It can distinguish between work tasks and things like being on Facebook or watching videos. It showed that in the span of one month last year, Carly claimed she worked 51 more hours than she did. Her excuse was she printed out hard copies of documents and was working off those instead of her computer. But the company also tracked her printer usage, said that just wasn't true. But listen, last Wednesday, the court sided with the company and ordered that Carly had to repay over $2,000 in wages. A judge gave her 30 days to pay up. Have you seen those TikTok hacks? Have you seen those hilarious like videos where people are like, you know, they, they let their cat play with the mouse to make it look like they're active online or whatever it may be. I'm sitting here going, wait, wait, wait. Y'all are actually doing this? You guys are actively... This is... This is what you guys are doing? I'm sorry. I cannot work from home. I have said this countless times. I suck at working from home. I would be this person. I would get stuck. I would watch Ginny and Georgia. I would just, listen, I would not be, I would be this person. I would owe my company money. I would totally lie and be like, sure, I was working. No, you were out walking your dog, Olive, and you guys literally were just living your best life. Yes, 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 we were. This is why I don't work from home. Now, would I actively be lying and stealing time like 51 hours? No, but I mean, just see, this is why I can't work from home. So if you're trying all these crazy tricks and you got a company laptop, heads up. Connect with us.